This is the Truth Network. Matt Slick is president and founder of the Christian Apologetics and Research Ministry. Matt is a Masters of Divinity and is ordained. He's passionate, and Matt stands firm and lives to defend and promote the Christian faith. Monday through Friday, Matt takes calls from all around the world on his radio show. We've compiled this week's best, Matt Slick's Top Six. Number Six. What exactly is atheistic worldview, their purpose for life? Different atheists hold different reasons for what they believe and why they believe what they do, so they can have different meanings of life. We, as Christians, the meaning of life is to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ and to preach His gospel and truth. But an atheist, I've had different ones I've talked to over the years, and they say, well, to love their family. Some say to be good to others, to spread love and help. Some say just to gather as much power and money as they can for themselves. I've had many different atheists atheists tell me different things that is what they would say is the meaning for life. I'm not going to say one thing is the same for all atheists. They'd have to answer for themselves in particular. Number five. What do you know about the Episcopal The Episcopal Church, yeah, I'd stay away from it. It's liberal. What do you mean by liberal? Uh, they kind of twist scriptures? Or? Well, they don't take it seriously, as in no women, okay. pastors, and elders. Homosexuality is a sin. Things like that. And they don't from those things necessarily, though there are subgroups within there, people who do in churches and pastors who do hold to those things. But a lot of times, the whole movement just doesn't. So you got to be very careful about them. Number four. In Revelation 11, it talks about 1,260 days. Daniel 11 and 12 talks about 1,290, and then blessed is the man who reaches 1,335. But it talks about the abomination of desolation that takes over in the temple. When does that timeline start, and why is it an additional 75 days from Revelation to 11? I don't know why there's an additional of those days, but there's debate on when it starts. And according to Daniel 9, it talks about the different days and the years. There is a prophecy that has to do with March 14, 445 BC, 170,880 days, and things like that. Well, when we get into the other areas of Daniel and Revelation that talk about the days, it looks like it's talking about the first half of the tribulation period, but we don't know for sure. So the hardcore dispensational premillennialists would tend to look at those as relating to the first half of the tribulation where others of different views would see it but not necessarily a part of the tribulation period though some might it's just difficult to nail because the different people have different views number three there's different interpretations or understandings of what tongue is. One is that it is actually the language that was not Hebrew and that it was speaking of other languages like Greek and Egyptian and that the people were hearing the gospel and the truth of God's word in other tongues. So that's one of the possibilities. The other one is that tongues is a spiritual movement of the Holy Spirit where a person speaks in a language he or she does not know. That occurs, it's supposed to be with interpretation. Then there's the view that if you speak with the tongues of angels in 1 Corinthians 13, 1. And so I believe that angels have a language of some sort, a way of communicating. And so I think that that is a language as well. I just don't know what it is. I think that these are the three possibilities that I've seen of them. Mostly the charismatics just go crazy, they go wacko, and they fail to understand biblical propriety, they fail to submit to biblical requirements on interpretation and in order, and so a lot of them just go crazy, get a lot of stuff wrong. Number two. 
I uh, grew up LDS, and about, has to be 15 years ago, when I was serving as an LDS missionary, I had tried to email you and try to essentially correct you uh, and teach you about Mormonism. And you very graciously emailed me back and forth for a while. You probably don't remember this at all, and that's fine. But that grace that you showed me was a stepping stone for me to eventually come to Christ. Um, so I was saved about a year ago, and I've since left the church. Um, and so I wanted to thank you for that um, and for the work that you do and for really showing me that grace when I really needed it the most. Wow, that is so good. You know, praise God for that. He's so good. Wow, you just gave him all the glory. That is so good to hear. I'm, I'm just so tickled. Number one. Well, what was it that brought you out? Was it a bunch of things or is it any one thing that was the final last straw or if you want to say, just curious. Yeah, I mean, a number of things, right? Like, I mean, you've probably talked with enough former Mormons to know all of the different reasons why somebody would leave, right? So I left the church before I became a Christian, left, kind of spent a while being lost. So I left for all of the reasons, right? But it wasn't until probably about a year after I left that God really drew me back to him um, and then eventually into a relationship with him through Jesus. Wow, that's awesome to hear. Yeah, I'm just tickled, you know, uh, tickled to know that uh, by God's grace, you know, I had a small part of that, but His gracious movement in saving you. Goodbye, goodbye. It's time to go. Saying goodbye. Why is it sad? Makes us remember the good times we've had. Y'all come back now, here. I always trust a guy named Matt Slick on the radio. <laughs> we hope you've enjoyed this episode of Matt Slick's Top 6. For more on Matt and his live syndicated call-in radio show, go to truthnetwork.com. Got a question? Matt Slick has your answer. This is the Truth Network.